Welcome to your Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Today's top story. The experts are up in arms that the White House put out information, an estimate of 100,000 to 240,000 projected deaths without, they don't question the numbers, of course, but without giving us the data so that people can evaluate and assess the quality of the data on their own. And Dr. Fauci, the hero or anti-hero, depending on which side you're on. The sexiest man alive. Oh my God, that's just so Some people are considering that. I, people (laughs) is considering that, right? Yeah. So they said, uh, so he's saying, oh, you can't model this out, which is completely ridiculous. They modeled it out before it even supposedly existed with Event 201. All those guys were in on it. It's ridiculous for them to suggest that they can't or don't model it out. But what irritated me so damn much about it is that the, the, that's all I've been asking for. All I've been asking for is the simplest data, not a model, not projections, nothing, just the simplest data, data of the quality that they were collecting probably in Greek times. You know, they recorded births and deaths for like since practically the beginning of civilization. I mean, Jesus was at a census when he was born, right? I mean, isn't that what was going on? So if they just give us the data, month by month data, country by country data on colds, flus, pneumonia, incidents and death, fatality rates. Pneumonia is, I was just looking at the CDC site in the book. I was looking at the top causes of death and it's, and of the top, I'm looking at 10 here, 10 causes of death. The fourth one is chronic lower respiratory disease at 160,000 a year. So that's about 13,000 a month. And I'm saying those are the people who are dying of COVID-19. You'd have to say that 13,000 a month, how much bigger than 13,000 a month are chronic lower respiratory disease deaths in this country? And then the other thing is influenza and pneumonia at 56,000 a year, which is a little under 5,000 a month. So together, you have about 18,000 a month dying of chronic lower respiratory disease, flu, and pneumonia every year, every month, 18,000 in this country. And I just want to know what is, what, how many have died above that number of those two causes? And those, those probably peak at this time of year anyway. So you actually have to drill down to the monthly, but they're yelling at the administration for not giving that data. And I want it. Why shouldn't I have it? We're capable of processing data. We don't have the data. That's where the experts come in, but we're capable of processing it. I know, but they're demanding it. Yeah, they're demanding it. They don't want to give it to us. It's all a show. If they gave it to us and people would count it, people would see that everything is being over-exaggerated, not to say that there's not something to be afraid of. I don't know, but it's definitely being over-inflated, the numbers are, and the more confusing it is, the harder it is for people to determine that. So it's got to stay confusing. And even this, they're talking about projections and modeling. You don't need that. I mean, you can just look at it. If there's absolutely no blip whatsoever, you can model that out as being no blip. Yeah, yeah. And what about all these precautions we've been taking? I mean, surely there's some net effects. So even if coronavirus is on the rise, 
By the germ theory, everything else should be plummeting. Plus, iatrogenic disease, which is stuff you get from the hospital, should be plummeting because people don't want to go, and they are laying off some healthcare workers. I've seen a study. I saw a, a, a phenomenon where I think it was in Spain. Doctors went on strike some years ago, long time ago, and the rate of death plummeted. Now the argument is that you were not get that people die of elective surgery. So people die of facelifts. Yeah. So if there are no facelifts because the doctors aren't there, nobody's going to die of that. But I don't think that's true. I think the number of deaths of elective diseases is low compared to iatrogenic disease, which is disease that's caused by the treatment. Yeah. I read a story last night about nurses. It's about a side effect of hospitals or side effect of COVID-19. And that side effect is empty hospitals all over the country. There was a nurse who was worried about losing her job. So she posted in a Facebook nursing and doctors forum, like a private group. And she was asking people if they were experiencing the same thing that she was. And that is that there are no patients coming into the emergency room People are getting laid off. People are getting furloughed. And she wanted to know if this was going on around the country. And she got an overwhelming response from hundreds of doctors and nurses who all agreed, for the most part, unless they're from New York or Los Angeles or Chicago, everywhere else in the country, people were saying, yeah, we're losing our jobs. We go in. There's nobody there. The only thing there's more of is food and gifts that people are dropping off. There's not more patients. There's nobody here. So some people are calling in the morning to see if they're needed if they're not needed wow. they don't come in and there's one guy I figured that would happen I mean I would never take anybody to the hospital who didn't have an unmanageable laceration at this point I completely agree you don't want to go in for an unnecessary reason because you don't want to end up finding yourself separated from somebody and have them stuck and, there. and also there are a lot of germs there I don't like yeah. to go to the hospital for that reason and the expense you don't have the money right now I mean go if you want to go I'm just saying like I can see what the incentives and disincentives are for going to the hospital right now yeah here's what an ER nurse said this guy I believe is from Boston the only thing there is more of in the ER right now is free food, referring to the gifts people are dropping off. Then he says, yes, we're dealing with COVID-19 patients. It's just not nearly the war zone the media is making it out to be. As far as the amount of people in the ER, I don't know if I've ever had a census this low three weeks in a row. Every shift is half empty. I believe that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, that's the thing about, and people are getting increasingly worried. I'm telling you, I talk to my normie friends and I'm like, I keep asking, like, do you know anyone who's sick? Like, are you, what is going on? And people don't know. In New York, people do know. I, there, I, yeah. Apparently there are people sick in New York, but it's funny because my husband now started listening to the podcast, <laughs> unfortunately. And uh, I said, I guess the other day I said, I live with normies. He's like, well, What's a normie? Someone who doesn't have Down syndrome? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> because we have three kids and two of them don't have. And I'd be like, oh, just take the norms to like whatever and I'll take the other one, whatever. Because they all, you know, they can, a lot of times they can't do the same thing. So I know that's probably very un-PC. But he didn't even know the expression, which is a sure sign of a normie. But in case people listening don't know what it means, it just means people who, I said to him, like, <laughs> I said, well, in this current context, normies are people who, are afraid of the coronavirus and 
those of us who are not normies are not afraid of the coronavirus. We're afraid of the government reaction to the coronavirus. Yeah. But it's just when you when you take everything at face value, basically. So you got busted. And furthermore, he figured this out exactly the same day I said it. He said, as a matter of fact, I'm going to become a patron because I feel like you're burying all the uh, <laughs> all your family grievances in the patron 15. So I'm going to go there. We should remind people <laughs> that we're going to have a party, a live streaming party tonight. Yes, we have actually, I think we're experiencing a surprising amount of growth since podcasts, especially podcasts designed for drive time, are uh, are going down. We're doing well, and we've got uh, a whole slew of patrons who've joined up for our extra 15 minutes of material, which we give every time we do a drive time news blast. There's an extra 15 minutes for patrons. And as a reward in this tough time, it'll probably be a premium feature later, but as a basic subscription, we're going to do it tonight, which I woke up thinking about. I was like very excited about my cocktail and the story I'm going to tell, which I'm going to need a cocktail to tell that story. And I'm definitely acting like it happened to somebody else, <laughs> but I am going to tell the oh, story. Oh yeah, I do. I know the story now. <laughs> so make sure you join Patreon if you want to get some access to potentially a side of us that you haven't seen before. So, I wouldn't overpromise that. I'm, I'm literally, I'm only having one cocktail. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. You might have seen that side before. <laughs> All right, so what are you going to, so, oh yeah, go to Propaganda Report at Patreon and become a patron, and then they'll get an email from you telling how to hook up to this party, which is going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Yes, right? yes. Zoom party. That it's not correct. a Zoom party. It's, it's a, a what? stream yard party. All right. So you don't have to sign up for anything. You yeah, just have to click on it. It's the simple. Email. You got to click on it and then you can yeah. interact okay, with us during that the show fantastic. and we can uh, respond to you and stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah. And I won't be wearing a face mask just in case anybody <laughs> was wondering. Do but we have to like to virtue signal? Potentially. It, that is definitely it might be a hard to podcast. Signal. Oh my gosh. Are the mainstream media who are podcasting from their closets and stuff, they're doing their shows. Are they going to start wearing face masks to do their show or are they essential personnel well, or whatever exempted my guess is there will be a few of them that start wearing face masks because we are going to see probably at today's coronavirus task force meeting at five o'clock the press conference we're probably going to see or hear them recommend people wearing face masks just in general so when you're going out to the store when you're going anywhere outside of your house it's not going to be mandatory it's going to be one of those we're going to say that you should and then maybe down the road a little bit, it becomes mandatory. That's kind of how things have been going lately. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we're going to be like China. We're going to, in the future, not, not just now, in the future, we're going to start to see a society where people are just walking around and face mask all the time. It's going to be a problem with dating because you see like 80% of the face and you really, really could hit the jackpot in a bad way when you pull that face mask off. I think it's really going to hinder people's dating lives personally. Maybe it'll stop the spread of COVID. I don't it's know. like when you go skiing and like everybody looks great. And then as my husband, <laughs> this is bad. He said, just watch out when you peel the banana. Like they have all those puffy clothes on. And it sometimes falls apart. Like they're super hot underneath there, yeah. but sometimes they're still puffy underneath it's there. It's a mystery. That's yeah. not, not fat shaming. Well, with this face mask stuff, you think you can figure it out, but sometimes that little area that's covered makes a whole lot of difference in the world of dating. 
You know, you never know what you're going to get under the face mask is all I'm saying. Of course, of course. And also the whole virtual dating thing. Although, if you remember that Bruce Willis movie where they were all represented in the virtual world, so they just let themselves completely fall apart and they could yeah. project their image. Yeah. So like on Zoom, I can give the secret away because I'm never going to use it. <laughs> They have a thing where you can press a button and it it makes you look better. This is literally, if you go to the Zoom video settings, it'll like airbrush your face. And I just feel like you can be behind a mask, you can, you know, peel the banana, whatever, but eventually you can be your Picard, you know, your own <laughs> self, your own, your own non-real person, your can own you projection imagine? of yourself. Right. So after weeks perhaps months of virtual working, not seeing people in person, people using these apps. There's a whole bunch of apps where you can doctor your image, even in real time. People are going to start to see these improved images of each other. Then when everybody does go back to work, they're going to be like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> and actually, you're going to go in the other direction because, I mean, they talk about the freshman 15 there is definitely going to be some Corona. Corona 15 or 30, yeah. Holy cannoli. I mean, I can't even, I don't, it's just nuts. Just the actual lowering of the metabolism by not running around all day is enough for me. Absolutely. There's a recommendation as well. I think this is coming down from the CDC, I believe. This is one of their suggestions. And that was to wear a beekeeper's mask. A beekeeper's nice. mask. This is like, it's like the uh, Penn and Teller bullshit episode where they get people to do recycling into like 10 different barrels. Like they're just like, okay, this is for paper. This is for cardboard. This is for plastic. This is for glass. This is for aluminum. This is for other kinds of metal. Like, and people were really like changing their whole lives to be able to like, and it was just a test to see how far Absolutely. You could get people to go. Yes, that's exactly what's going on here. And that's <laughs> happened with the states too. Like at the state level, it was at first, it was let the cities determine whether you're going to shelter in place. Then it was let the counties determine it. Now it's let the state determine it. And the state, when the state does it, it trumps all of the other ones. So that's the main one. So is it next going to be the federal? I saw a story today saying there are still 10 states that have not sheltered in place. So that makes me believe that we could potentially see a federal one, a federal shelter in place law. It's de facto, I think. I mean, I just, I feel like because everybody gets on the same page and like the local guys are under so much pressure, like you saw in coming and what Thomas Massey said about trying to like step off the page of everybody else, the pressure is enormous. I mean, Massey said that one of the guys, a Republican, I think it was, said to him, you want to go down this path, good luck with your reelection. And this is a guy who should be a shoo-in. Hopefully he will be. Yeah. It's it's pressure, and when everybody does it, everybody starts to conform, then everybody else falls in, and it becomes, will they put up with this? Yeah, okay, let's move to the next one. Will they put up with that? Okay, let's do that one, and just keeps expanding it outward. A little foreshadowing to this, and, and I'm sure they can fold it into a stimulus bill or Trump's $2 trillion proposed infrastructure package. I mean— this guy is not Batman, people. He's not billionaire by day, superhero by night. He is just a puppet put in there to get you to not care. But but a big foreshadowing of this kind of thing is when they wanted the drinking age to be 21 everywhere. So they tied highway funds to that. So they couldn't make a federal law. I mean, they would now because they don't care at all. But they couldn't. So they just, whoever pays the piper, calls the tune. I Speaking have, of which. Yeah. 
With no sports to watch or games to bet on, the presidential election is the only competition still running. I checked with my bookie, and they're taking action on the outcome. Right now, it looks like it's going to be Trump versus Biden. However, if you take a shot on Bernie Sanders getting the nomination, 100 bucks will win you 800 My bookie has odds on everything political. From what they're going to say in the debates to the next terrorist to be captured, MyBookie.com has it all. Join now and start winning huge today. Visit MyBookie.ag, that's MyBookie.ag, and use the promo code BINKLEY, B-I-N-K-L-E-Y, all caps, for a 50% deposit bonus. At MyBookie, you can bet on anything. All right, so I want to respond to that real quick about Batman. A friend of mine sent me a video last night. Wanted to get my take on it. I click on the video. It's five hours long. You want to get my <laughs> you want to get my quick take on this five hour video? Is what you're telling me? So I called him and he explained to me what he was interested in. And this video, I can't remember the guy's name. The guy's very popular. I remember him from years ago. He was a big alien abduction guy. I think he had maybe even claimed to be abducted. I I don't know. I don't remember exactly, but. I remember that he was a little bit... I didn't trust him all that much. Not Ike. No, it's not Ike. David Ike. It's not Ike. Uh, yeah, I can't remember this guy's name. But his theory, I think it's a QAnon theory, and the theory is that the emergency broadcast system is going to go off sometime soon, and the internet is going to be shut down for a couple of weeks. And while the internet is shut down and this emergency alert system is calling us to our televisions, we are going to witness... Elites, very powerful elites, sitting in front of a camera, confessing their sins. One by one, the deep state will be confessing their sins because they're being forced to. This is this is the Black Trump, Mirror pig effing like. This is the Trump is Batman theory. This mm-hmm. is he is forcing the elites. This is to the sit forty thousand indictments. Yes, this is exactly <laughs> what that is. They're going to sit out in front of the emergency broadcast system. And they're going to confess point something their out? sins. And he asked me, he said, do you think that's going to happen? I said, absolutely not. Right. I don't think that's going to happen at all. I mean, it'd be nice. I don't think that's going to happen. I just want to take this opportunity to say, like, people call me a conspiracy theorist. You called me a conspiracy theorist the other day. You are. So am I. I'm not. I'm a code cracker. I'm a code cracker. I don't. I never believed in Q for a split second, not a second. People throw this stuff at you, and and it's there a lot well, of times. Well, being a, trap, a conspiracy that theorist, evidence, that doesn't mean you believe in Q. You can be a conspiracy I, theorist and not believe in Q. I'm the conspiracy theory thing is ridiculous. People conspire every minute, yeah, and every exactly. day. Parents conspire with kids against kids on what to punish them with. I mean, conspiracy. Right. It's just a silly expression yeah. in in itself. But this idea that there are theories out there to explain things and that you just pick one, you know, it's not like that. It's an official narrative comes out that makes no sense, clearly serves a purpose other than the stated purpose. Like evading Iraq can't have had anything to do with 9-11. Even the official narrative doesn't imply that you should evade Iraq after 9-11. So you just have to look at that, the MH17 thing. You just have to look at the official narrative of what's going on. Why do we have $4 trillion monetary stimulus for now with a potential for unlimited money supply, $2 trillion package that already was passed. Trump is proposing another $2 trillion package and Pelosi is proposing another $2 trillion. That's $10 trillion that will increase the national debt by 50% or whatever, including the inflation. 
But I'm saying when you look at that, the official narrative that this is a way to fight a disease just doesn't make sense. So the Q thing, I heard that. I was like, that doesn't make sense. None of that, that conspiracy narrative doesn't make sense. And it's panning out that it is not, it's not, it, it, it feeds right into the other stuff. Just like the whole bioweapons thing feeds into the panic. It feeds into the panic and the way he was describing it, it was just seems a bit, even in among what's going on right now, it just seems really out there. The emergency broadcasting system of yeah, lying people sitting but down the, to confess. I'm like, I just, I'm not buying but that. But the internet shutdown thing was an element of Event 201. And I don't think in this country they will shut it down completely. I mean, they absolutely need you plugged into the propaganda right. 24-7. And not everybody is going to watch TV. Some people don't even have like your kind of standard TV work. And yeah. so they can, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they curate the internet in a way that cuts us off. Well, example. one of the requirements in the Georgia stay-at-home order is that businesses work virtually. So if you're going to start making that a requirement, then you got to have that internet available for people to use it. Oh, then the, and I think the California governor, Dean, tweeted at me, said, because they ha- kids have to be at home, we need to uh, expand the internet. And then somebody else tweeted at me, I think JJ Boogie tweeted at me, then uh, now the internet is a basic right, which I have to say, I identified like 18 months ago, probably, yeah. where the guy said, everyone needs food, water, and internet. And I was 5G. like, what? And a chip in their brain. <laughs> food, water, and a chip in your brain. <laughs> So my friend was driving around last night. I don't know if he was breaking the shutdown order or what, but this was downtown Atlanta, and he called me, and he saw a bunch of trucks from different, not cable companies, different, I guess, uh, like AT&T trucks and other other communication companies that were, lay, what he said, they were laying down what he thought was fiber infrastructure around the city. And he said it was different companies, and they were all over the place, which I thought was interesting. I don't know they how They were fiber, digging? I'm not exactly sure right. what it is that he saw. I told right. him to take pictures if he sees it again. Yeah. What but, I'm hearing is that they're putting up towers. Yeah. I don't know about Atlanta, but I'm getting pictures from a lot of people. Yeah. That's kind of what I expect to be going on is so, some sort of internet yeah. infrastructure being solidified while we're all at home. There are other pictures I've been soliciting on Twitter. So I encourage people to go to at Monica Perez show. I would like to see the picture pictures of the dog you're walking during the dog time, yeah, dog walking yeah, class. Yeah, that's a great I idea. I want to see the dog. I, I want a little cheerfulness. The dog. Oh my gosh, the pictures are fantastic. If you, I actually unpinned my Fourth of July March on DC post, which I I was going to leave there till July to put up the tweet asking for pictures of pooches because it's so cheerful and uplifting that if you just look at it and just look at all of everybody's pictures, so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, and I encourage people to go rescue a dog. So you, a big, big dog that you need to walk a lot because <laughs> you need to listen. It's a to perfect time to train a new dog. More content than ever. Yeah, perfect time to get a puppy or get a dog from a shelter and train them and get to know them because oh, you're at and home. It's a, a great way to battle the Corona fifteen is to go for the dog walk. Little news exercise. Class, yeah, forty five minutes. I've seen people walking everywhere. There's been more people walking around the neighborhood. I know, their dogs isn't it ever great? Before. It I is love it. Cool. I really, and even my kids like are going for walks nice which is amazing so the sun is so good for you You need vitamin d it's good for your immune system get some sun get some between sun. solar radiation management and sunscreen i mean protect yourself from skin cancer but get your vitamin d for crying out yeah loud. it just feels good it energizes you to get outside too mm-hmm. but you do have to watch out for snitches stitches 
snitches? What are, not they're snitches. snitching. We're well, not what's the old saying? The old saying is snitches get stitches. Well, I think the new oh, saying cute. is yeah. snitches get they get songs of praise now because oh they get applauses from balconies. You yeah. see James Corbett's new thing about healthcare oh, workers right. being the new soldiers. Yeah, is yeah. fantastic. So an article I found last night was talking about all the ways that enforcement of the shut-in order was was going on. And the article goes on to say snitches are emerging as enthusiastic allies in city, states, and countries who where who are working to enforce directives meant to limit person-to-person contact. The police and have set up hotlines and people are complaining to them, elected officials, and they are shaming perceived scaff laws on social media. In New York City, police arrested the illegal owner of a Brooklyn speakeasy where dozens of people were found drinking and gambling and someone called 311 with a tip. I knew the speakeasies are going to pop up. People are going by these. They're seeing people gathering. They're calling the cops. Well, they're on competing them. with the mob. They are definitely going to get nabbed by the cops. They are people got who gambling in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there's people who refer to themselves as balcony police who are shouting at people who are jogging. They are shouting. There was one incident where this was in Spain where people saw a family leaving a store with a scooter and they didn't like that. So mobs of people started shouting and dropping F-bombs uh, at this family. This is like straight out of a report from Iron Mountain. These are Nazis. Like, you, need, you need a cause. You need something that gets people to, to really believe in government, to believe in world government, something that cannot be controlled at the individual or even the national level. And get people really behind it. And of course, like with this kind of thing, people are so afraid, so afraid for themselves. Like you can just see they, it's easy to get them to feel desperate. Absolutely. And it's and a way to, it's a way to do your part. You know, you want to, we talked about the community crisis communication stuff where you have to give people an action to do that makes them feel like they are yeah. accomplishing this. And you can you know stop the disease by Telling yeah. on people. It's the, uh, if you're talking about like justifying federal guidelines, they'll start publishing stories of people coming out of New York and spreading it to like yeah. Ohio or something. Yeah. I, it's like guns. It's right. like mass shooters. They always cross state lines so that you cannot assert your right to have your own laws. Yeah. I think an article like this is a deterrent to try and get people not to break their shelter in place order. Like it says here that in New Jersey, 15 businesses were shut down in one night. 161 people were cited for violating the restrictions. Another one, Maryland State Police say they conducted 6,600 businesses and crowd compliance checks. 6,000. I mean, that's a lot. Uh, so I assume there's absolutely no other crime going on. Well, Zero. They have Probably relaxed. Isn't. Like other crimes, they aren't prosecuting. Some smaller crimes. Yeah, they're letting people out of jail so they can fill them up with people who... People who are jogging, you know? <laughs> people who are disobeying. That's really the only crime. Absolutely. The that, only that possible is what crime in the new to. world. This is my favorite one right here. In Connecticut, a resident named Gwen Becker said she was mortified when she drove by a golf course and saw a crowd gathered around a food truck eating at tables together. She took a video that her friend then posted to Facebook, prompting the mayor to shut down the golf course. Thanks golf a lot, Golf courses Gwen. are shut down all over the place. They're shut down. Uh, I know in California, they're absolutely shut down from top to bottom. And I remember thinking when I heard that, like, can't you just, nothing could be safer and cleaner than a guy, just make them go alone. Well, I think in you Georgia, know, golf courses are still open as long as you stay six feet away. 
Yeah, that's what it should be. Yeah. And in California, of all places where it's hot, people just, I mean, nobody's getting anything if you're the only guy on a golf course. Like, you're actually taking that guy out of another circumstance when he's interacting with people. I know, exactly. So, But the threat, the risk of, of congregating is so high. And people like Gwen Becker here ruin it for everybody she says she was so angry and so upset that she threw out some f-bombs can you imagine that you're on a golf course maybe you're and about karen to, starts cursing some, at you. Like, some mom drives like <laughs> fuck it fuck it fuck it fuck it check her out of fuck didn't die. you see didn't you see the karen video Oh yeah, the yeah, video, yeah. Right. I'm just like she. She's just freaking out, spitting in the kid's face into his car. She was one inch away from his face, spitting in his face. It's like, do you understand what, yeah, why what, you, what, what you're, you're doing, doing is bad? Right and I was just in my car with the windows rolled up. Like That's crazy. Now you are spreading coronavirus. I was just in my car with the windows <laughs> rolled up. That's what the situation was. Did you hear about this Google thing? Google using location and movement data to basically to track people they're saying it's anonymized but i've seen google had that healthcare thing that was a whistleblower it was all over the news well it was briefly in the news i talked about it where they said it wasn't really anonymous and that and the other thing and i've heard other reports of things not really being anonymous and what they're using it for is to promote efficiency like in train schedules and stuff and i'm like okay so now now our now our AI is our Nazis, you know, like they're <laughs> making sure that if not enough people are at the train, the train is like canceled or if you need more, they're following people around. They're using that. And then in like Spain and France, they're observing that like in France, they're not as as afraid as like Italy. They have total compliance. They can tell that like 95 percent of people aren't going anywhere. But in France, it's like 54%. So now they know that people are not complying. And in Israel, they're actually texting you saying, you know, you're in danger. They're trying to track people for their contacts. It's like if it's anonymous and you're tracking people for their contacts, are you not going to tell them that they just came in contact? It's like the AIDS thing. Like, are you not going to tell people? Yeah. Yeah. And when they find those percentages that are lower like that, that means they're going to make more examples of people. So it means in those yeah. areas, you're going to see stories of, of well, crackdown enforcement. I think Sweden is going to have a surge in deaths because they everyone keeps promoting Sweden. Sweden isn't doing it. Sweden isn't doing it. There's no way Sweden isn't in on it. They yeah. had a coup just like ours in the 80s when their president or prime minister or whatever was murdered. Once they have a coup like that, it's very hard. It's all over. To... to <laughs> believe they still have their constitutional government intact because because every subsequent government is covering that up yes yes exactly you know so you you yeah like like obama ever like oh he'll reveal 9 11 and then yeah he did it and you're like oh yeah i agree i think sweden is going to be one of the examples for an object lesson yeah exactly object lesson and on a positive note hbo is giving away 500 hours free of its services so i think starting oh, today of sex and violence of sex violence incestual rape all kind of stuff like that you <laughs> can get that on hbo stuff. for free Can't wait. 500 Very excited hours about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll plug my kid in you guys can find that. 
your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with a Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want to get access to the extra 15 minutes that we do of DMB every time we do a DMB, you can become a patron for five bucks a month. And if you do that, do that by tonight, you can join our live stream party that we're going to be having tonight and interact with I'm pretty with excited us. about that, I, I have too. to say. I literally woke up thinking about it. I'm pretty might, excited. Yeah, it might be a little alcohol. <laughs> we're going to be live video, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So join us, and we will talk to you next week or tonight.